beginning of Act 1. So, yeah. last time, we started off shortly after leaving Castle Sessant and the much larger Royal Palace shell, taking a uh, magic and machinery mechanism called a gondola. Short air travel run by House Larandar to a magic shop in a district plump full of very fine storefronts. He cruised the interior of crystals of Denian long enough to know what you wanted, find yourself lacking in all the funds for all the fun toys. Um, I did forget to print off those things. No worries, I got them right here. All right, good. Um, I can't put them off quite, but no. It's no. It, 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 it's not yeah. yeah. No. Um, Earth remedied this by selling the ancient hammer pilfered from the spirit of an ash giant in Runheim. Oh, uh, pilfered of uh, one. Yeah. Rightly, one. Yeah. As a team. As a team. As a team. As a team. Mm -hmm. But no one else could carry it. <laughs> <laughs> and with a, uh, some persuasion and, and an aptly timed n name drop of Mercurius Albastus, um, sweetened the pot a bit, and you sold it for a very good amount of money that even caught the attention or the necessity of the Elvin proprietor, Denian himself, coming forward and putting the finishing touches on the deal. You all offered the smattering of fine new implements from quills that can share messages across vast <coughs> distances and write what you say, to a staff of healing to replace the one that you, you gave to Adabastus, to a freaking flying carpet, mm -hmm. an undeniably helpful means of travel in a city so expansive, not only horizontally, but also vertically. I am always on the Pinterest looking for pictures that speak to me, and I finally found one that I think is the closest I've ever Go seen to, to the capturing what I <laughs> imagine the core city looking like. I like this picture. It's still, you know, the canon picture, but if you zoom in, what do you see? This is so hard to re mm -hmm. reconcile. This ah. is very close to what I imagine myself. <clears throat> The towers are like comprised of many, it's like they've been carved to be many smaller tower, um, smaller towers. The spires, big domes and balconies abound, and of course the blimps and hot air balloons that take you from place to place to place. Oh uh, yeah. So I am going to put this actually on my thing again. Oh. <laughs> 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 and that's where we all look in the whole day anyway, so we might as well just There we go. At Queen Selene's recommendations, you all made your way via aforementioned carpet to the, the Drunken Dragon, located due to the great dragon head atop an outer place wooden tavern located right on a bridge spanning between several towers. Inside, likewise, out of place in the city of stone and metal, gold, and silver, but attractive folk much like yourselves, adventurers with cash to spend, as well as aristocrats like this flush of gold. The cocktails crafted by bartender wizard multiclass, uh, Marcus Flynn, there proved very expensive but worth every gold as they made you float, belch light like a lantern, take on a more pristine visage, and other things. You also learn that there are even more potent. Um, cocktails, which are still alcoholic, but are more like potions that he crafts, and Earth purchased a few of those. Mm -hmm. And Soria played perhaps her most wonderful performance to date, if we're going purely by numbers. I've done 35 before. Well, then you're tied with your most fantastic performance to date. You were just a baby bard back then, like four months ago. 
Uh, it drew the, the attention of Marcus to the <coughs> he began suggesting a sort of contract where he would play weekly, nightly. What works for you? He said you got to think on it. Earth and Norman, while Annie was playing, gathered information. Um, my phone was running. And it said telemarketer. Well, thank you for being honest. Um, Earth and Norman, while Annie was playing, gathered information from Marcus about the race of eight wins. Uh, for someone who reports not following the race that much, uh, he sure knew plenty of how it operated. The, the contestants, even the current rankings of each. The information will hopefully aid the party in their efforts to win the attention, interest, and ultimately favor of Celeria Irtain, in hopes of being invited to her famous gala, where you can then meet all the Dragon Mark houses, heirs, and all the important people in the city in one place. Try and find the sounds like a fucking nightmare hidden infiltrator if there is one. You all slept in one room. The next morning, after a quick breakfast, took off toward the celestial vista on the literal tippy tippy top of the court city. Not a seat of royalty or government like you might expect, but this cloud-touching pinnacle was a fine restaurant and bar that caters to one of the most wealthy patrons. A steep cost of 25 gold per head just to enter uh, was incurred, kind of showing people who can't afford to 25 gold to walk in a place aren't going to be coming in here. Nobles, aristocrats, and even those who did not fit the bills are sort of like you two. But of all races and creeds, nearly filled the vista even two hours before the race starts, which is when you guys got there, I don't know, mm-hmm. half two hours before it started. Bets were being placed at a long crescent t- uh, table, sporting the seals of both House Vidalis and Kundarak. House Vidalis putting on this race of magical beasts, and House Kundarak being the dwarven um, family that handles all the cash, the money changers those clever needle teeth. Um, with Bookie is taking note of every errant gold piece. The place is abuzz with excitement and conversation. Your noses are filled with smells of unbelievable meals that are apparently being cooked just beneath your chilled feet, warming your feet and uh, tantalizing your senses. In this loud, mad uh, place, Annie is garbed in her eastern desert-style dress that she performed in at the shipwright's Shanty only mere days ago. Very, very out of place in this establishment of royals and aristocrats and whatever else, especially an Eastern style that exposes more um, more flesh than is normal here, especially considering it's January. So if she was hoping to, to get in a splash with her looks, clearly successful so far. Um, she orders three L- London Fog teas for her and her two bodyguards. And you poach a table near the betting section. And over here, bets ranging from a uh, hundred gold, a couple of hundred gold, a thousand gold here and there. The highest is 5,555 gold, um, being placed on the e- the eagle by a servant of the Marquis de Den. You see that servant heading back over to this gentleman here, who is in, in chats with this fellow here at his table, both of them with guards. Um, flanking them more or less, and you notice that this half-elven gentleman here has a, a what you can only imagine is a <coughs> dragon mark across most of his upper face that matches what is on Eklan Midani's back of his hand. Uh, Annie takes a casual stroll around the large space, her exotic nature and form and dress causing almost every eye to catch her. Not the least of all is the, the Marquis, 
who gives some some looks and, and glances and comments, though the, the other gentleman does not seem too interested, only curious. A few minutes later, Annie joins her friends at their small table, and perhaps an hour before the race is scheduled to begin at this point, the doors swing open and three black-cloaked figures walk in. The shortest in the middle takes off the heavy fur cloak and deposits it absently in the court porter's waiting hands. As she heads to a private red couch and, and table, sectioned off by a velvet rope. After a quick stop and a casual bet of 150 gold against the Denneth and Medani table there. The small, white-skinned tiefling is almost assuredly Celeria Irtain, at least according to the Queen's basic description, and her two porters, guards we want to call them, are likewise white tieflings, more than likely mm-hmm. being her family then, but very much acting like guards or protectors of nothing else. Her customary bottle of champagne is poured by a waiting servant, and she lounges while gesturing and talking excitedly with her two bodyguards. And that's it. Take it away from there. What do you folks do? Have we heard her make a bet up with the bookies yet? Nope. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting at this moment in time. She just she just walked in right now. We're picking up right from that exact moment in time. She's sitting there having chats, sipping on her champagne already. How much platinum do you have on you for the betting? Four hundred ninety-eight. Okay. That's what I got left. Got left. Yeah. So that's four thousand nine hundred eighty gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a fair amount. Do we need to dip into there? You think? I won't want to open it up here. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could take it somewhere. I have the carpet. True. Grab more out. Come back. Very mm-hmm. very true. I think we should start with what we have for now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's wise. Plus, who knows? Maybe making a big old flashy show of flipping <laughs> some tables out of your way so you can open up your chest to get to your money might actually uh, be beneficial. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't hurt. Especially if I have you two move the tables while I just sit and wait. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She seems the, she seems the type that wants to look in a mirror, so... Unfortunately, <laughs> I just don't know how I'm going to catch her attention. Um, Without insulting, I could send Icarus over there and then pretend that I'm upset he flew away, but. I think that'll be. I think the best way would be to draw her attention via interaction with someone else. True. The uh, <laughs> mustachioed grandpa over there. Can't stop staring at you. Do I notice what the marquee is drinking? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tum- tumbler of some brown, some deep golden brown. You're not sure exactly what it is, but you would deduce probably a bourbon or whiskey or some sort of spirit. I will lean back and catch the attention of one of the wait staff. Oh. Waitstaff, um, one is actually making making her way toward your table. You catch her eye, and she does not change her path. In fact, she indeed was coming toward your t- table. 
mm-hmm. and she has a, a bottle a fine white wine and you can can uh, she comes over and says uh, madame we have here a, a fine white from the vineyards of the moonwald and she puts it there it's chilled you can see like the beads of um, hold on there and she says courtesy of the marquis the tenant Man. The same thought. I should start making bets already. <laughs> he raises his tummy as you sort of, you know, have, have a glance. He raises that to you and then leans over and begins talking with his, his friend. Yeah. His I... friend, for the record, is just keeping eyes on you. Is there any, like, paper around or napkins? Oh, yeah. There'd be, there'd be uh, well, not so much napkins that are pa- paper, but, like, cloth. Napkins, Something I could cloth. write on is what I would want. Well, yeah, rich and fancy. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not. Um, you can write out of that bitch's face that poured the wine if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any paper in your immediate vicinity, no. I would ask her to bring me paper and a pen. Well, of a quill. Of course, Linda. Thank you. Enjoy. She pops it for you and sets it right there, and a glass is produced as well for you. And she makes her way to the bar. I'm just going to stare you down as I pour myself a glass. Taste of crisp apples. I'm glad you gave it to me, because otherwise <laughs> I was going to be leaning over the table. <laughs> Tastes like a crisp apples and, and earth, almost a cider, if it wasn't made from <clears throat> grapes. The waitress, for lack of a better word, and I can't call her a tavern wench here, not that at mm-hmm. all. Comes over with a, with a piece of parchment that she unfolds, lays it out on the table, and a quill and a small inkwell is set there. It seems like this is not a very unusual request in a moment like this. By the way, the sounds, more and more people, every minute, minute those goes by, another person or two walk through. You see flying carpets, you see gondolas, you see animals, you know, mm-hmm. giant animals that may be being ridden, coming up, dropping off people, so the place is swelling much more and more busyness. What would you like to do with your paper? Kiss the parchments, my lipstick's on there. And I do Heart and Exoria, the drunken dragon I play tonight. Roll up and go, that's for the marquee. I want money. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say bold, bold. That is bold. Fun. Watch, watch her go over and say. She hands the rolled up part parchment, I guess folded parchment, which not folded originally, that to him, and just walks away. He grabs a corner. No, I don't like tea. Oh. You see his mouth. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> the other leans over, snatches it from the marquee's hands, looks at it, says something to him. Marquee. Holds it, hands it back to the marquee. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we get some attention. Unless another promenade is needed, or... Well, I assume that that 
she was going to place a bet at some point unless it was pre-placed. And so, potentially <laughs> if we just wait for her to go up, act like you're going to make place a bet at the same time. I would be okay with that. That's one possibility. We can place a bet very loudly, too. That's also true. Or send one of you to do it, too. At least we know that the highest bid we've heard is 5,555, and that seems a little exorbitant. Mm-hmm. So we know, you know, we can probably ballpark two to three thousand. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how these nobles throw a coin. You guys always look at me like I'm crazy, so. Because you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my crazy ass thinks it might be a tad bit higher than your number, but let's hope you're right. You think it's four thousand? I don't think it's going to be as high as five. I'm just saying. The betting hasn't even started yet. And they were, they were betting how much? Oh, they were betting... Um, 150 gold is yes. what she threw down at the table with the marquee. Yes. Yeah, but even the two that we walked past. The marquee and him. Mm-hmm. What was their bet up to? Weren't they like... <laughs> oh, their side bet? Yeah. Was was the 15 platinum. 15 platinum? 15 oh, platinum. I thought it was 50. 50. No. 50 oh, okay. Platinum. No, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right. Like I said, it's just warming up, though. So that is fair. Let's uh, prepare ourselves. Maybe I guess is a better way to say. Yes. I will send Icky for a flight around the room. Goodness! There's a rat in the sky! Not a rat there, it's a pigeon! Simple <laughs> <laughs> ah, just like, oh, it's like it's it's a new wonder. And they're like, oh, it's going to poop on everything! It's just small, but you know, the place is getting full enough that once he takes up a little bit and comes around, um, the then it's not like this is a giant uproar or anything of the sort. There's stranger things in here oh, than yeah. these small It's mainly bird. sending them around to like look to see if anything looks suspicious or people are talking huddles that look suspicious. Oh yes. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> much, yeah, much I, suspicious. I don't, I don't mean to, I'm not trying to be be facetious, but that is, I would say about half the people here are would be what you could consider suspicious huddles and gold is changing hands and things are being being written down and whatnot um betting is still taking place and the then the sound here is swelling more and more which is making it harder and harder to suss out the individual bets and spoken words mm-hmm. if there's anything specific you're looking for i'll have you make a roll but i don't want to no matter what, what you roll i'd say yeah you see you see plenty of that I will we, say... We forget not, we're looking for a snake in a pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be slithering with so many of them. I'm not sure if I remember... I'll mention this last time. You know, this is like a big, a big glass dome, right? Mm-hmm. With, like, mm-hmm. um, gold um, bars, for lack of a better word, that come up. Like a birdcage. Almost something like this, but more goldy. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a um, balcony of gold, metal... Um, how does it work? That's above and goes around the whole thing. With on the inside? Sets, on the inside. Okay. With sets of, of stairs that come this way. This comes up this way. And as Icky 
flying around, you just kind of close your eyes and go into Icky's vision. I will give you this, though. Um, you're flying around up there, because from down here, you kind of, you know, it's hard to know what's going on up there. You're flying around, you see that there's um, couches and comfort comfortable seats, small like coffee table type things, side tables, and um, none of them are occupied at this moment in time. As you fly around, you do notice there are 12 of these sectioned off mm. areas with velvet ropes and, and whatever else, um, each of them being a little bit different, having different um, sigils on, on them, family crests, for example. And I think, as you can already imagine, it seems like these are places marked for the dragon-marked families or heirs mm-hmm. or whatever else. Each of them isn't super large by any means. There's maybe, you know, a love seat and two other chairs and a table per. So four people could comfortably sit and stand there, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much what Icky gives you as you view through his eyes and comes back to you. If you'd like him to come back to you. Yep, he would. Looks like the dragon locked will sit up top. Mm-hmm. So maybe to dinner there isn't anybody of import. Necessarily. Isn't... Oh, he's, he's dead in it. Well, that might be where they watch the race from. The race doesn't yeah. start for about another hour, so... That's interesting. Kind of like a reserved seat. They get to lounge around and do what they want. It's true. Consumably, Deneth is the name of the family. I don't know if Deneth is anything. Or if that's some sort of modifier. I don't know how people term scripty, fancy apostrophes. Well, he's the Madani. Madani. Oh, so it might just be of the Madani. Yeah, I think it's just how these fancy court people write their names. I see, I see. You can make a, a history check if you want to. This might be something that Norman has sussed out in his time. That was very impressive. Roll again. Odd. Hey! hey! It was 17. Hey, nice. Plus, what, history? That's plenty. That's plus that 4, 15. Um, mm-hmm. You've been here enough. Um, you've never, it's not, you don't hear this often. So that mm-hmm. even as you're saying, saying this, you go, oh, Juan, I think I do know this. Um, apostrophe, mm-hmm. and then the name, is literally only the heir. The patriarch or the matriarch of the dragon family. Oh, fine. And that's why you would meet a hundred Madonnies or Deneths, and mm-hmm. only one if they introduce themselves as, well, I am Marquis, blah, blah, blah. Did that, you go, I'm sorry, what, was that a mistake? Or did you just introduce yourself as Deneth? It's, it's almost a weird little. Because uh, mm-hmm. maybe their first names aren't known by everyone, but they can just slip a little, little, little D in front of their last name and. And it's going to be prestige. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that might be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I think you're astute there. So, um, that might be two of the... Because uh, I don't know if we know this other guy's name. Or do we hear it? Well, we, no, we recognize the mark. Yeah. 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 Just because we have his name there. So he's a, we know he's a Madani. Yeah. We know he's a Madani. But we don't, yeah. yeah. We don't know he's the the Madani. <laughs> Do Madani. See, so I'm just saying, Anaxaria do Hora. So the Da Deneth has nothing to do with the Marquis. Okay. Marquis is just his royal um, title. Gotcha. Which is, in case you guys don't know, that's very, very high. Yes. Marquis is higher than Duke? 
I think, mm-hmm. I think Duke is actually the highest. I was like, I, I and then Marquis. Marquis is one step below Duke. Duke. Then it goes to like Elder um, like the Earl. Marquis, yeah. Earl, Earl, <laughs> Baron, Baron, and then Elderman or something like that, which are just landowners. Duke is above Marquis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. King, Queen, Prince, Princess, Duke, Duchess, Marquis, Marchioness, Earl, Countess, Viscount, Viscountess, Dogs, oh, the Viscount. Baron, Baroness, <laughs> yep. and that's how it goes. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Baron's the lowest and Marquis the highest, and I assume other I forget. There we go. Yep. Nope, that's, that works. That's good to know. It is good I to assume know. that would be something we would know in this world because it's more relevant than it is. To I us. imagine for sure Annie would Sorry. know that. It, it was true. No, I'm Earth's in character. Oh. Sorry. Take the bottles back. But the bubbles. It was the bubbles. I'm going to go to the bar and get something to drink then. All right. See if I can uh, stir something up. Okay, don't don't start up too much, then we have to ah, we'll punch our way out. Earth's going to go up to the bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to make your way up to the bar, and you arrive at the Can bar. I get alcohol? <laughs> Can I get an alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Annie at the table. Alcohol. Al- al- mm-hmm. Our ten tender. Yes, I'll open up to some. <clears throat> what would you recommend to drink? It's going to be a long day. His interest for looks you up and down. An ale, perhaps? A mead? Something stronger. Not stronger. Let me report you as a sample of this, my friend. Yeah. Also, a little bit. It's a place. A little tiny splash of some brown, brown liquor to it, and a little shot glass, and it too. I'll do fine. <laughs> <laughs> Finest crystal. <laughs> so he pours you a tall one there, puts it up and says, Enjoy it, my friend. And will you be paying for this yourself? Yeah, I'll be ruffling through my. Yeah. That'd be three gold, sir. Three gold? Alright, I'll give him four. I will see you rustle around and say, Just give him a platinum and keep him coming. Really loudly across everyone else yelling it at him. Okay. Just give him a platinum and keep him coming. You heard the lady. All right. Now, it is. with the din that this place is, or now the sound, you mm-hmm. would have to project quite a lot. I will thaumaturge it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you should probably just give me a second one right now. That's yours. D. Give him a platinum on top of the gold, or are you keeping your gold? No, no, no. I'll give him a platinum on top of the gold. Okay. Very well, so it pours. That's what you meant, right? <laughs> yep. On there, and, and this is like a tumbler which is like half full of this brown stuff. That works. Pour a little bit back into the first one, and then I go back to the table. Mm-hmm. That definitely did attract some attention. Um, these two gentlemen. He he keeps on shooting glances over toward you. And he, he laughs, <laughs> and the other gentleman uh, shakes his head and speaks to him, always quietly. Um, mm-hmm. Roll a charisma check. That will be... With advantage, because Eric is so charming. <laughs> uh, 23. 23? Yeah. 
Rolled a 18 on that? Yep. Um, you, you do note that that Lady Celeria Erkane did indeed turn to see what the homaturgy to hubbub was for a second. She kind of puts her, her arm on her couch and looks. And from the corner of your eye, you see her, her looking, and then she just with a slight smile hmm. and turns and then says something that you, you can't make out by any means. When he does put the other drink in front of me, I'm going to slide it back. I'm going to be like, no, no, no. Remember, these are for you, so everyone else has a chance tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Finally, some orders from her I give behind. <sighs> so what do we think? Well, we've got some time, and I'm sure they've been barking how much time they have remaining until the, the thing starts. Not so much. Oh really? Not so much. Yeah, hmm. it's it's hard to remember, especially for me, that clocks don't don't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, there's not not like there's like a candle burning size. down. Yeah, exactly. There are things, mm-hmm. but um, the race will begin in shortly. They're not minus. saying that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think maybe if we just keep spending money that way, that might do something. Yes. Otherwise. What do we have that draws attention? I don't generally like having eyes on me, but... Is there any rowdy folk that look like us? By that I mean what we look like right now. I'm wearing fancy armor. (laughs) What I look like right now, I guess, (laughs) because no one wants fancy armor. Um, Well, (laughs) in the scope of time here, after about 15 minutes more pass (coughs) here, um... There, there is, as you're keeping an eye out toward the, the stairs that you guys most surely did not come upstairs. You flew your magic carpet here, after all. Mm-hmm. Um, up the stairs comes a huffing and puffing female dwarf. She comes up. Pickaxe in hand on the coin yep. purse. In hand on the, on the coin purse yeah, right is. there. And she's still ruddy-faced. And you kind of have this... Well, yeah, I suppose if you were going to come upstairs, that would be a very, very long yeah. way up. Mm-hmm. Um, I dare you to go hit on her. Bounding past her, though, is a, is a She's already out of breath. younger... What would I take away? Younger, red-skinned tiefling comes up, a gnome with a garish hat of feathers and a mustache and a little bit of a... Thing right here, and a hulking man, human, with a scarred face, a white eye, two swords on his back, and an oddly large bow on his back as well. The dwarf is catching your breath while the gnomish fellow dressed very, very finely, um, but also for business, like like yourself, your fancy armors. Uh, um, I was going to say, we got one of those. <laughs> he I just he says, he says, <laughs> This is why do not come this high anymore. It's built for the young and tall, not the old and short. Tiefling laughs and runs toward a window to place his hands and nose on it, looking out. When I say young, this person is definitely a teenager, an older teen, mm-hmm. acting a bit younger than you expect, which like never seen something so phenomenal before. So he comes up, puts his nose and hands on there, and people give the face that you just gave it now. Everyone around is kind of like, what is it? First of all, what is this kind doing here. Second of all, what is this 
status of person doing here. And third of all, get your fucking hands and nose off of our nice glass. The people that wear these gold sashes that mark them as working here, being stewards of these celestial vista all. And one um, walks over to the gnome. Um, and and you see, you see something about about payment. You can you, you can be sure. And the gnomish fellow just in a, a pocket whips out a piece of paper and hands it over. This is yours. And they walk in and snag one of the one of the few tables that are still empty at this point mm-hmm. in time to give you guys some physical perspectives on what these guns look, look like. Don't have names or anything, obviously, at this point in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's our dwarven lady there, and our young she looks perfect tiefling for you. fellow. Not bad, not bad. In addition, we have a gnomish fellow there, mm-hmm. and the big old oh. human there. His face is like... Yeah, his face is pretty messed up. Pretty messed up, okay. Clearly blind in one eye, at least. Presumably, presumably blind mm-hmm. in one eye. Who knows what magic Mr... Mr. Squid Head, ah, and me, also I Me hat. too. <laughs> I'm also glad you <laughs> Even battle. I'm not cheating. <laughs> so you see these four come up, and they snag a, a table almost the exact opposite side of where you guys are. In fact, you lose sight of, of them through all the people in the throng across the bar. Um, you lose sight of them entirely. They don't come around, so you imagine they found a spot. Well, I could do that if that's the ruckus we want to start, but my thought was is... We're looking for more attention. Mm-hmm. I just thought they'd be the, the easiest type of crowd to. Well, up. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. want to go it on your own? Take the boy. Have me come with all of the above. Well, I don't know. I'm so I'm saying I don't know if I have to yet. It was just an idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can see how the first betting goes if we strike conversation with her. There's no reason to, no need to cause sure, sure, sure. such right. a mess. Mm-hmm. But I might want to. Mm-hmm. Does there anybody looking around? Is there anybody else that seems to have a magic carpet on their person? Do we um, have a magic carpet on our person? I do. It's always okay. on my back. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure if they took I it from. Roll your hemp and rope that you tie a little yeah. thing mm-hmm. and you just <sighs> it over. Do a little scroll on your back. Um, not that are on their person. However, Sweet you definitely have seen some carpets come up, mm-hmm. land, and then they are brought inside and given to the coat porter who puts them in the same little coat, coat place coat place mm-hmm. coat room apparently mm-hmm. it's also a drug room hmm interesting I wonder if it would be it would draw more attention if we just sat on that floating above for a bit not quite to the same level as the the family's estate because that was but up where or was that further down the up balcony, balcony? Yeah, yeah, it was balcony. but where we had a clear Half view over the rest of the crowd at the window but we're not anybody's like kind of in, just in the air there yeah we just don't we don't want to go above the place where the dragons would sit they, yeah that's, I think that'd be good yeah. mm-hmm. I mean I mean I guess should we get our betting lined up we can get our betting lined up though. the race starts I have no idea when it's gonna start mm-hmm do you think we should just throw down a thousand gold to start with? We can always up it, but at least we can make a show of that. You can always up it, I think. Hmm. You can make a show of asking. No, we don't want to ask about how much people spend. By the way, can you do that thing that, like, can links us? us? Yeah, I can. It would just 
yeah, I'd be sitting here for 10 minutes and I think we'd probably get the sign. I, That's actually probably fine. <laughs> and I'll go out and start doing the... <laughs> and I'll start doing the Rarity's telepathic bond and we'll see if anybody comes over and chastises me and slaps my wrist or gives attention that way. Mm-hmm. No, it, um, it's a good question. You know, thinking, you know, is magic permitted mm-hmm. up here? But as you look around, um, actually, go ahead and make a perception check. I'll give you this when you were um, icky flying around. Mm, it's not going to make it no matter what. No. Um, okay. Nine. <laughs> okay. Um, nobody seems to come and slap your hand or anything. A lot of people here are Fart in my face. Bearing, in, magical implements, or at least you can assume so, you have no way of knowing for sure, but mm-hmm. it seems like... I mean, they let us walk in here, loaded up like we are. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Minor um, magical glamours or mm-hmm. whatnot would be quite common, especially in aristocratic s- circles where they can afford trinkets that make them make their skin glow, you know, all that sort, sort of stuff, so... Mm-hmm. You're doing your spell, Mumbo Jumbo, Ten minutes go by, and you guys, you know, are you guys going to stay at the table while he's doing something? You kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah for now. Thirty mm-hmm. feet, yeah, or something. Yep. Check about the bet and stuff, because like right now we're going for the owl. Yes. You want to start with the house and gold? Yeah, I do. I think that's good. I think that's a good plan. I think that's a good plan. What if we placed? Let's see how many there are. Seven. What if we placed five hundred on everyone. Are you even allowed to do that? I don't know. But that would be weird. What would be the benefit of that? It's weird. But with the way you pay out, only only one's gonna win. Yeah. So like, you'd really want your your loser win. Mm Hmm. But it is a weird thing to do. I mean, if you're questioning it. (laughs) That's 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 true. That's true. Maybe that'd catch the lady's eye. Something to think about. Because we're not in it for the gold. No. I'm just not used to betting when I can't. Sure. When you can't cheat, yeah. yeah. I think we have to consider this more as an investment than a. Um, Speaking of which, we should play. Or a purchase. <laughs> than a, uh, that would be a way to get some attention. Maybe start playing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, wait, how There's eight racers. So 500 gold a piece. There's 4,000. 4,000 gold. Seven racers. Seven racers. Mm-hmm. But there's eight wins. Eight districts. Eight districts. Yes. Eight districts. Eight, eight rings that have to mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I, I already pontificated about Wasn't there a racers for each district? There was, but the eighth hasn't been a part of it for a long time. I think the thing Mark just told you that last time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. So they want to create a bunch of beer and having a freezer. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yep, that makes sense. So. Okay. If you're doing this for ten, for ten minutes, then you guys are having... Mm-hmm. Chats here after he he concludes that there's a another another quarter hour past. Mm-hmm. A human gentleman walks up. This fellow here, dashing mm. mad, and you, there's an, an an amplified voice, an almost thaumaturgied voice himself. Welcome, welcome everyone, one and all, tall and small, to the 1,245th race of the eight winds. Because he then goes on to do it, you know, the din, the sound dies down a bit. Well, let's listen to him. There, there's a bit of a ah when he says that, um, but a lot of people are still talking. So now there's this loud man 
talking and some people trying to have a rap attention while they're still murmuring and you know the uh, general sound out there. He does a general toast. He says a toast to the families, the dragon marked, the king, the might of the army, and the celestial vista, of course, this fine establishment with the finest wine and food in all the court city. As people do a gentle clapping. I'm going to gesture to the bartender. He takes a deep gulp of red wine. Ah, and then he ascends the stairs to the balcony, which seemingly prompts the other two here to do this, the, the same. This mm-hmm. gentleman stands, and uh, the Marquis does the same, and they leave their gold where it is, their servants or bodyguards snatch it up quick and follow them. Blow the kiss. Head up. in my head. I blow kiss towards Marquis. Mm-hmm. If he looks. Yeah, I guess that's key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he turns away. That and is. Like, Mark does. He does. <laughs> you know, he's not like looking at you mm-hmm. or anything creepy, mm-hmm. but he, he does as he's walking t- toward the stairs. He does eyes do skin over. And people do seem to be looking at first you didn't know they're just sitting at a table like any anybody else once they stand up and be, begin walking you can definitely see people's heads turning and which, oh it's not the earl he's an earl or is he no duke you know the best part about this shit is he might not even like you but if people see that that's what the, that's what like they're gonna believe that's the nice part of your... it I across the crowd <laughs> he, he sees it and cocks an eyebrow turns his head a little bit more toward you and then the duke behind him just gives him a gentle shove on his <laughs> shoulder no fun pretty fun and then he walks up the stairs with their bodyguards. Um, they take their separate seats up mm-hmm. there. This gentleman here, who, who introduced himself as Earl Dalen de Vidalis, which would mean he's the, the, heir, of the, the heir of the family that leads this whole Shebang. race. It's all him. Um, there's also this fellow here, a half-orc, has entered, looking a bit Grattier than than you might fully expect from someone of his station, and you're a little bit surprised that he just makes his way, no bodyguards or anything with him, and he ascends those golden mm-hmm. stairs as well, and sits on on a wooden chair up top, one one arm over. A porter comes immediately to, to bring him a bottle of something. He grabs it and just. <clears throat> on the table. Seems to be alone up there, but then begins chatting casually um, with the other, with this gentleman the here. Royal. Up there. Exactly. Did she go up there? Do we notice that? No. Nope. Mm. You can still see Lady Solaria. You recall she is not a dragon mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. 
did Vidalis say the race was starting? No. Okay. Just did a welcoming toast. Just welcoming and toast. Welcome to the 1,245th race of the eight wins, and did a toast. And everyone was like, "Woohoo!" And then he just went up the stairs, and then okay. these people got there too. But you get a definite sense of excitement <clears throat> now. Things are mm-hmm. turning, and that mm-hmm. is a signal to something. You don't know how you know how this works. The race might start any second. Yeah. But people aren't flocking to the windows or anything like that yet, mm-hmm. except for that one tiefling fellow who you actually do see walking around the place, like, just looking up. Hmm. I wonder what that kid's story is. You see the um, dwarven woman behind him, but hard to see her because she's so much shorter in this, mm-hmm. this throng of, peop- of people, and she just pushes him forward as small as back. <laughs> She does this, and she heads over to the um, crescent table where the betting is happening. Hmm. She com- comes it's up. The new A team. Yeah. <laughs> she Just comes up. Know. And, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, the, the the dwarven woman is placing a bet. She pulls mm-hmm. out her sack of gold that she's had her hand on last night and today all, all day. She sets it down in front, and they use a scale to. Me- measured out and all that good stuff and so there's an exchange happening there. she's clearly placing a bet seems like the tiefling uh, fellow is supposed to be watching her back but he's too busy watching up the golden area there and looking out the windows at everything hmm. interesting mm-hmm. yeah well, if we're going to place a bet, I suppose we should, as you say. And maybe we just be a little little flashy with it. And do we just go on the owl, as we originally thought? I think so, personally. Mm-hmm. My gut's telling me to just pick one. I pick think one the important on. bet's not going to be the bet against the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, this first one, let's not stress it. Like, let's be flashy, big, go focus on the one. You know, mm-hmm. make a show that you like the owl. Who knows? Or you think the gargoyle's a chump, or who, I don't know. Yeah. Do, you, do you think, girl? You get my point? I do. I would say put a thousand down. I will yell at you when you get up there find to double the, it. Find out who the dwarf bet on and, oh, and yeah. mock her. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. If we're going to make a bet against the house, which we'll probably lose. Fucking mm-hmm. owl, guys. Anyways, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I like um, that idea and then doubling it. Yeah. Yelling to double it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good plan. Mm-hmm. And yep. yeah, and having us, one of us, go up there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the more it looks like I'm not doing the work, the better. Yes, yeah, so that's probably true. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whichever one of you wants to be yelled at. No. No, dealer's choice. Um, I think you place the bets. Okay. I'll need the money then. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> What'd we say? A thousand? So a hundred platinum? Do we have a bag for this? Or is it just like... <laughs> I imagine it's, it's just a... You can give them the, the whole... whole your whole purse and have you choose mm-hmm. out or you can just hold it in your hand. Okay, yeah, I'll give you, yeah, I guess, pulled. well, 300 platinum, right? That's what we'd need because mm-hmm. you said in case you want to double it or oh, just no, another I thousand. I am just going to yell to double it. So, so that's what I'm saying. Before you need, he even puts anything down. Yeah, I'll I'm need just, at least 2,000. He'll be oh. walking up and I'll... Okay, like, so they don't know we're going to bet 1,000. You're just no, saying, you know I'm what, double saying, it. You know what, Norwin, just double it. Okay. All on the owl. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So I'll just, I'll give you... 200. You can carry 200. 
Yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, put right. some in your pockets, kid. <laughs> it's only four pounds. Four pounds, all right. And I will and go, uh, I'll start walking over there. You go. You're in a little bit of a, a little line there. Um, right mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of behind the tiefling. Who I'll is, put it in a bag, I guess. Like my, my own personal coin purse, just so it doesn't look like I'm carrying like fistfuls of money. Understood. Mm-hmm. Come up with your funky new staff. Oh, uh, yeah. Chill there. Yeah. yeah. The tiefling is kind of just looking around still. She's doing some last minute. She's a lot on a gargoyle. I don't want a gargoyle to win. So what bet do you have that gargoyle will not lose won't win it's like that's man it. this Wendy is she's like no no it's very 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 specific I, I'm allowed to do this I, I read up on the rules as I side bets on, on sanction bet on the house and so she's trying to haggle her way and mm-hmm. take taking gold and putting gold down and the Kundarak uh, dwarf who's there watching the money just purses his lips Pushes all her her gold and platinum back to her. And says, "Remember this about where you wish to be. It can be one. It can be two. It can be three. It can be four. It can be all for all I care." She goes, "Fine." She pushes forward and whispers as you as you say. Mm-hmm. It's a little slip. Her. She then walks away. The tiefling does not. No, does not notice. She reaches over and grabs a tail and pulls. Oh, 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 <laughs> makes their, their way. I'll refill your. You are next in line, sir. I will go on. Before he can say anything, I'm going to lean back and say, My dearest Norwin. Are you thaumaturging yourself? Again? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just double it. All on the owl. Thank you. And I'll go for it and drink the drink. That was just fresh and mm-hmm. And I'll make a show of turning around and bowing deeply. Point <laughs> <laughs> spills. Oh, money! One, two, three. Make another charisma check. That's not 20. 25. And I'll tell you why. Because an act like this can really only only come across one of two ways. Garish and pompous, or good. Yeah, either like (laughs) you're trying to get attention, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing, or you're a fool trying to get attention. Mm -hmm. And with a role like that, this means that... I'm a fool! <laughs> if that's what you're going for, no, it can be. But instead of it coming coming across like cocky, and like, put it all on the owl, I'm rich, it came across like you can't be bothered to tell him this stuff, and you are change, change your mind. You essentially act exactly like how you imagine an aristocrat acting. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good thing, I think, for what you're going for. I don't want to stand up. I'm Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're telling... Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it works up the counter like, oh, I get it. I get it. I love you, sir. Uh, 2,000 on the owl. One. Two. In my head, Three. I'm like, <laughs> double it. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Sir, we, we, we do have a faster means, and he has a scale there, and he just... Ah, uh, of course, of course. place your... Uh, Grabs that, puts it on there, takes out some, he still puts one back in, and it's balanced with the weights he does. 
So it's very, very good. 2,000 gold. Mm-hmm. That's what you said, right? Yes. Okay. On what, precisely? The owl. The owl? On the... Seven? That's the number seven. Their numbers, are they numbered? Yes. No, we want them in, in first place, don't we? We want the owl to win. I mean, yes, of course. No, I think you say he's betting on race oh, on the number, number seven. Number seven. Yeah, that makes sense. I winning the race. You want him in seventh place. I want him in no, seventh no. place. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a lot that he loses. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Two thousand gold on the owl. Hands you he writes down that amount. Hands it to you. Thank you. Keep your slip, please, sir. And I'll go back. Well, they didn't actually need to double it, as you said. Next. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now when we win, it's just more money. You walk up, and I visibly, to everyone, look disappointed. Like, <laughs> you still didn't do it right. In my head, I'm going to say, reprimand him. That's the next step of being a total aristocrat yeah. bitch. I'm going to go, this wasn't what I... It's fine. Thank you. My apologies, ma'am. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to you know, state lay, you know, arms behind the back, kind of. A human. Mm-hmm. Wearing the house hat. Say yes. Sash, but not just one, but two. Mm-hmm. Like an X. Oh, he's a sort fancy one mm-hmm. around him. The, the crest oh, hanging in the center right there. This human. He is dressed in flamboyant colors. Um, in a suit with a curled coattails, he ascends above the central bar on a small suspended platform. Above this central bar in this place where there's a little opening that the two of them, they can come in and they do all their work there, but they can sit around that. Suspended above on the golden, um, the same level as the balcony, there's a suspended platform only about five, five feet wide with little dainty railings that, that come other than gold here with, with some, some silver trim here and there. He made his made his way over there via flight. In mm-hmm. fact, you simply see his coattails are flapping and he, he lands, top hat comes off and he um, you know, takes it off and turns and flicks it when it hits somebody. All right, what? Oh, oh, it started. It's starting! It's starting! He has a, a wand. He, more like a conductor, merged with a circus ringmaster mm-hmm. of a sort. And he wields his baton like an orchestra conductor. But the voice of an auctioneer, he rattles off the, the ranking, the current stats, the standings, and the sponsors of each jockey and steed. Mm, and suddenly, and, and the sponsors can range from House Deneth, mm-hmm. you know, sp- sponsoring the, the the eagle as they have for the last hundred or so races, and just goes on. It's talking very, very fast, auctioneer style. Mm-hmm. All this information flying, and you guys are kind of like, okay, cool, interesting. So there are. Sp- Sponsors. You don't mm-hmm. recognize all the names by any means. Some dragon mark names are indeed in there. Um, you do hear uh, name uh, Deneth, I already said, which means he's betting on one he's sponsoring, which kind of makes sense. You do hear um, the name 
Veldoran and uh, don't hear Medani. And mm-hmm. if you remember, Veldoran is the one family that's that's humans and half orcs. Mm-hmm. So your assumption can be if there's a half orc gentleman up there, mm-hmm. probably some high ranking Veldoran. Oh, that's I have why. that written down as Thresh. Thresh. I must have messed that one up. Actually, I must have asked too. Even as I was saying that, that didn't sound quite right. Did I get that name wrong? Because that, that was the orc one for sure. Yeah, no, that, mm-hmm. that definitely made Yeah, I had that as Thresh too. Did I just write that one down wrong one time? Oh no. Yeah, that definitely is Thresh. I don't even have Velderon though. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't see I don't one. think Hell's Velderon's a thing. No. At least it wasn't in the notes that I have. Me neither. And we mm. had 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I will change that then. That... So he is Baron Derek de Thresh. De Thresh. Right? Thresh. Even as I look at that, I'm like, that doesn't sound That sounds better. I'm pretty sure. Oh. He's going to crush your skull with his hand. <laughs> if I'm lucky. <laughs> but no. Concerned about your hands. <laughs> All the people who. Have been talking over else, even when the when the heir of House Badal's up there, when his toast, people were still talking. The place goes nice silent right now. His auctioneer thaumaturgy voice, the only thing that you hear is he rouses off for like five minutes straight, numbers and sponsors. And even in the middle of him talking, the sound begins to pick back up because there's a mad dash toward the betting stations. Hmm. It seems like the majority of the betting was indeed at the end. Whatever he's saying is somehow, but a lot of what he's saying is already known. They have pam- pamphlets and scrawlings and people saying the standings. The only thing that's new here are the sponsors. Mm. And that seems to be sending people over there. Did you, did you hear? The Marquis? Sponsoring the Eagle? He always does that, you fool. Well, I'm going to bet that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's so rich, you know, all that sort of stuff. So your guys' idea of, oh, let's go, you know, put a magic implant in the pocket, it seems like that wasn't a novel idea. That's how mm-hmm. the race is. That's how there's people with wealth and power that mm-hmm. are sponsoring people. <coughs> and they. this is when they, they know, and now there's a mad dash. All the mm-hmm. thing that you've seen the last hour and a half you've been here is dwarfed by the amount that happens right now. Now there are standing lines and people actually coming around and taking mm. bets. All sorts of good stuff happening here. I think we should have sponsored the owl. <laughs> if okay. you are watching... Um, we got in town yesterday. Can't beat ourselves up too much. It's not about winning the race. No, that's fair. No, but sponsoring is more of a... Would've... Oh, that's true. That would have been really helpful. But Did the owl have a sponsor? Yes. Okay, you are unfamiliar with the name, but it did, but it did have one. Is the sponsor, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. all of them have a sponsor or sponsor sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, sponsored by Coca Cola. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Much. If Coca Cola could pump you full of magical shit, make sure you're su- successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you do see Lady Celeria. I'm still alone on her nice plush couch, but. Speaking with with her um, guard slash slash family member there, and whispering in his ear as he's jotting down. That's what he said. Idea. What if you played the idiot newbie and tried to befriend her and have her 
because you're both watching the race with what looks like your boring ass bodyguards, right? So you didn't know her station. Yeah, just another thought. Can I see her? How much liquor she has left? She has a make a perception check. Where she's in a sectioned off portion, right? Very, very small sectioned off portion. Of like just but it's still got like velvety ropes. Does eighteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see that it looks like she's drank about half the champ champagne, which really isn't all that much considering. She, well, no, she has not been here that long, so it's, it's, it's a decent amount. But half her bottle of champagne left. Do you think I should send another bottle over to her? Hmm. Be pretty know. direct that way, because mm-hmm. I think even an idiot wouldn't try to cross that line. No. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a good way to start the invitation. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I this know. isn't something you have to press right away if if it's. Mm-hmm. It's just an idea if the moon fits. You know? But to be fair, Earth did suggest crossing the line. <laughs> I stand by what I said. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's all good reading. I'm saying it lovingly because I know you would. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe a bottle of the most expensive thing. Or whatever she has right now, she seems to like In it. In my head, I'm just going to go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we're still connected. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm joking. <laughs> joking. Okay. Joking. Um, Earth, can you go up and buy a bottle of whatever it is she's been drinking and send it to her and say, from Eddie and Exoria Uhura? I can handle that. Yeah, I think it's good. You're good with alcohol. I'd probably order water. <laughs> Fancy sparkly water. For double the price. For double the price. That is the thirst of life. <laughs> water is dope. Don't get me started. <laughs> Are you going to go? Yeah, I'll head up to the bar. Okay, you're heading up. Um, while you're heading up, um, she's done whispering in her, in her guard's ears, and he flips open a white leather book and starts to, to write. It appears to be checks. You recognize the size of this book as such a thing. Mm-hmm. You, you head up, bartender ca- catches your eye, comes on over. More to say, sir. I see you've been enjoying it. Absolutely. And also, I'm wondering what the lady, and I'm going to gesture her, is drinking. Lady Bertain? She, she is quite a fan of the champagne from right here with her in the corset. <clears throat> in fact, I believe comes from her very cellars. I would have given your coin purse back. <laughs> oh, I still have plenty of money. So, okay. yeah. From her very cellars. Well. I'm going to think. Should I sound something fancier? She's drinking her own wine. They could be taken as an insult. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Good point. My lady would like to send her a bottle. Very good. It up. It's nice and cold. Has a bucket of, of ice that comes with it. Sets it in there. Nestles it in nicely. Cuts off the top foil. Leaves it corked. Says that would be forty gold, sir. I will give him five platinum. Thank you, sir. And more of the same drink for you. Is that what this is? That was, yeah, that was in it as well. Ah. And that was what I have. Pours that for you as well. Ah, nice, happy pour, the nice brown whisk. And then he 
that does this, and a servant comes over and take, takes the bucket and says, for the lady, your tame. She goes, is that done? She walks over toward her. You heading back to the table then, or are you going to hang out up here? Uh, I'm actually going to stay up at the bar for a bit, kind of turn around and keep my eye out, see what's going on. Since we're linked telepathically, I figure that's no mm-hmm. biggie. Makes sense. As you guys are at the table, you see um, her guard fill out several checks, slips, tears them out, and hands them to area who grabs them and reviews them carefully before signing each throne flourish, and then hands them back. He then takes them and is making his way more or less, because you guys picked a spot specifically near-ish the betting station. At this point in time, it's a good thing that you guys are telepathically linked, because even your thaumaturgy trick of being, ha-ha, probably would be difficult to work now. It's that loud. It's mm. raucous at this point in time. Yeah. People are you felt f- they do like, fervent, Arr! excited, yeah. And that would give me more! Like, and that, that, yeah. that, would be a, that would be a little bit... Trashy, no, yeah, trashy. Yeah. It's one thing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing going. I'm important. That's what we do with the drunken dragon. Like, I need you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly, but so this figure is walking. I would say within about ten feet of your um table, and then is heading toward the bedding um table, 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 and then stops and is waiting in line about twenty feet from you guys or so at this moment. And time looks, 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 looks like he's fourth in line. It's not just one person taking all the bets out. It's mm-hmm. a whole crescent table, and, and there's like six or seven on, on dwarves or humans on Kundrakar Vidal's taking bets. So this one is on the, f- the furthest rightmost of the, the lines, about fifth in line right now, and just holding on to the checks very, very carefully, and is awaiting his turn. Can you go get money from Earth and get in line behind him? Yes, I can. And see what you can see or hear. Mm-hmm. I was also wondering if you wanted to detect thoughts. Hmm. I will cast detect thoughts. Okay. Which I'm point. sure will be... 20 feet and it's 30 foot radius, so yes. Mm-hmm. So then... Oh, by, by the way, do you guys all take a long rest before, before this day? Well, technically they would have. Right? would have yes yeah yeah no I, i'm asking you guys everything should, should, yeah we should have all gotten yeah. along up, up, okay sorry i forgot to mention it last time no i didn't. suppose that's more important for you guys to know than it is me i i just assumed i get some yeah. fails i would have pumped some stuff into the ring if that was the case yeah um, so sorry because there was the um since you guys bought your, your new home they stayed in your house one night, and then you traveled one night, and then you just slept at the Drunken Dragon. Mm-hmm. You had no, no big fights. Yeah, okay. Which is a big reason why I was why I wanted to see if you were going to start start throwing fists at the Drunken Dragon, because mm-hmm. that, that might have negated your long rest. Mm-hmm. But you didn't, so you definitely all get your long rest. Sweet. Sorry if I just threw you for a complete loop with your spells and stuff, but also, <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a big deal. Now you're just stronger than you thought you were. Yeah, I got a six level. I just wanted to mention Ooh. that because I knew that you obviously are going to use a second level spell slot. So yep. you cast, you're like, oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You just absent absent mindedly with your fingers scrawl like like a, a symbol on on the table. It flares <coughs> slightly. Your eyes flare e- even greener for a moment. I just whistle a little ditty real quick. Mm-hmm. 
sound comes from your lips into your ears. You go, that sounds good. And then your mind checked opens my own thoughts. I'm great. Like like an egg cracking open. Like the raw, soft yolk. Your sticky wet. Exposed to the very harsh sound right now. Yep. As you're not focusing, it's the moment that you cast it, it's like everyone is now screaming into your mind. There's so many people within a 50-foot radius. You kind of wince a slight amount, focus up, and the spell can use it in multiple ways. One, it lets you know if there are people around. Yeah, there's a lot of people around. <laughs> this wouldn't Two, you can read um, surface thoughts. Surface thoughts. Yeah. You focus up something. So you have to read the surface thoughts? I would. I would like to read the surface <laughs> yeah. thoughts of the... The man this wouldn't fuzzy up our link at all, would it? I don't think so. Because okay. it, it, it'll, it's separate it magic. But she could she can do this and then she can think. This is yeah. what I want to tell you. The yeah. Boom boom boom. Well, because boom, boom. yours is is a telepathic bond of speaking. Mm-hmm. So like like it's you're using your brain muscles to send them up. up. A message. It's oh, not like we are is, hearing each other's yeah, every exactly. That's, okay, it's there you go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can turn it on and off. Yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. essentially, you all have telepathy like a mind flare does, just with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yep. Okay. Never experienced it. You are uh, just doing surface thoughts. So the surface thoughts of this per- this person tend to be around um, this line is a bit is a bit long. I wish that my Lady did not always always wait in the, until the last minute to place her bets. I'm hungry, and he is. Yeah, he doesn't seem perturbed. Again, just purely surface thought standpoint, mm-hmm. doesn't seem perturbed or shocked or anything like that. Just like this is a fairly routine thing that he does. Unfortunately, I would say from a surface thought standpoint, you wouldn't get anything from that. You can probe deeper if you would like to try. Nope, but I am going to let Norwin know as you're heading up to get the money. I'm going to say, complain that the line is long. Okay. And you're wondering why people always wait till the last second. No, no, no. Scratch that. We've never been here before. Ask him why it seems people... Get him talking. I'll do my best and place a bet on what for how much. Uh, the owl again. Um, wait to see if you can get anything from him. Otherwise, just put another thousand down. Another thousand. Hmm. What should I do for like five hundred? Is our tiefling friend? Does she sponsor anybody in there? No. Okay. She does not sponsor anybody. No. Maybe not a thousand. You're right. If he's already walking away, just do like five hundred. Okay. Five hundred. I'll go. Settle up there and say, 500 in the hand, please. Give me platinum. Take a pound of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go settle up as close to that white tiefling as I can. Okay. Are you uh, keeping your thoughts specifically on that individual? Um, I would be flitting around. <laughs> so I think even when he's going up to get it from Earth, I would probably turn it to her. She's too far. Too far. Yeah, because okay. it's only th- th- thirty. What about the people above? They're um. Yeah, I I would say from where you are. Yeah, you could pr- pr- probably get some. I haven't thought about exactly who would, so I'm, I'm just just going to roll and I'll tell you which of the four are within range. I think only one of them would be within range of the. I think, yeah, I'm trying to think of where we'd sit. So maybe one, one or two families. Three, maybe one, two, three. So. I would pick up on his surface thoughts. Uh, he, uh, 
happy, thrilled. What a great turnout. Even on this, this cold day, it should be a fantastic race. I can't wait to count my gold from, from, from today. Um, he looks he looks forward to to the race of eight wins every month because it's when the House of Vidalis makes a shit ton of coin. Not to pay out a shit, shit ton of coin, but they make a lot of coin too. He's wondering um, why um, Derek Dithrash not Eldrin. Where did I get Eldrin from? That's so weird. Where <laughs> Baron Derek Tharashk? Uh, what he's betting on, or, or, or why he placed the bet that, that he, he did. He's a little bit curious about that. He's wondering. Makes it seem like that's not a super common thing, like the um, Baron, that's more of an oddity. Sorry, do we know what he bet? Okay. Mm-mm. And our odd mm. friends, are they within range? No. They, okay. they, they'd be on the other side now. Makes sense. Yeah. There's only one that was going to be within range just based on the placement of them. Oh, I meant these ones. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they are on the opposite, are on the opposite side, side of the room, so that is okay. also true. Then, yeah, I would then just turn my attention back to the servant. Okay. You, mm-hmm. a flush with 50 more platinum, make your way up to the line, and you see someone is coming up behind the wet might um, tiefling, so you screw up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, oh, yeah. And you mm-hmm. sneak in, so you're right behind the white tiefling, little tail kind of flicking. Mm-hmm. Side to side, absently. Mm-hmm. He's very patiently waits, and then the line steps for, steps forward. Mm-hmm. And I, he is fourth in line, and you're fifth. And I'll say, is it common for people to wait as long as until the last second to bid? Turns to you, pure like yellowish white eyes. New heir to the city, I take. Yes, my uh, my lady just entered the city not but yesterday, and well, we heard of this wonderful race, and how could we not come see it in the most grand of places? Uh, you came to the city at a good time, friend. Yeah, it seems lucky for us. The, the majority of the betting does indeed wait until after these sponsorships are announced. Yeah. As, as you can imagine, powerful people with powerful means Oftentimes, it, it is these sponsors that dictate where the bets go rather than the beast or the standings or the rankings themselves. Is that because of they think that they're more likely to win because they have coin to throw around? Or it smiles a bit at you and says, Coin buys a great many things in the, the court city. I've noticed. So, we've picked up quite a many things of your coin. Yes, and his eyes flick, flick over to the staff that you're holding. Yes. Oh, yes, this is a, um, a trinket we picked up recently. Thought it might be fun for the event after this. Ah, uh, is it custom routes? Yes. My lady thinks that it would be most enjoyable to see myself and uh, my co god oh. throw down. Oh, I suppose it's too loud near you and near me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a but you but you thought the bird. <laughs> so in Norway, he goes. <laughs> so they are interesting. Some some decide to go. I I believe it it is more of a way to blow off the steam of losing your bets in this fine race than anything else. Mm, so you don't partake in yourself. 
Oh, not my not myself, no. But my lady, she she does like to partake. And not only the race, oh, but also the other events. Oh, she fights. Oh no no, I I'll partake in the Ah, of course. In the spectacle, I should should say. Mm. I should not speak more. Oh, of course. Uh, yes. That's interesting. I'm excited to see the fabled race of eight winds. Surface thoughts? Disapproval. <laughs> um, in a number of things. One, it seems to be a hint of him not liking the amount of money that is spent. You're not sure if he means specifically on the race or just overall or from her. You're not sure, but there's some disapproval about the amount of money spent. Like it's a wanton thing that's happening. People throw away their money too fast, even a family as robust as ours, which does confirm that he is a part of the entertainment family. Um, disapproval, perhaps a little bit at Norway. He's trying to be cavalier and jovial, uh, but also like, wish you weren't, talk weren't talking to me, sort of thing. <laughs> and maybe even a bit of disapproval in himself for divulging and talking about his mistress like like like, like that. And, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that, sort of thing. So those are the three big D's that, that you sense. I would think to you, okay, cut a short, thank him, just slightly mention that you think it's a little bit frivolous people throwing away money, but overall, it was pleasant speaking with him. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I thank you for the information, even though it's perhaps a little frivolous throwing out all this money at such a grand event, but, you know, I wish you luck in your endeavors for your bets for your lady. So, just turns back to you. Roll a charisma check with advantage. I'm Ooh. sorry, a persu I'll, I'll even call it persuasion. I don't think you're proficient in it, but a pers persuasion check with advantage. Based on you saying Annie's words. Mm -hmm. Okay, persuasion. It's a one to 17. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Your words, <laughs> zero. Yeah, yeah. So 17. 17. So Rowan's not the most charismatic person, but at least saying your words was enough. The 17 mm -hmm. to steer his mind, because you mentioned specifics, very, very smart, mentioning the frivolity of the money being spent, you finally get some numbers to move it through your head. It seems like she is betting on four different things, um, the highest of which is the griffin at 3,000 alone. The, other, the others, you don't get specific numbers. He's, he's not sitting here going, 3,000 on the Griffin, this one, not this. Yeah. But you get a sense of, like, 3,000 is is the most, and that's on the Griffin. And then there are t three other bets of uh, lesser coinage, but still in the higher amounts. Mm. The line, one more person leaves, and now he is third, and you are fourth. I'm going to think to both of you, she's doing 3,000 on the Griffin. What do you think we do? I can do 500 on the Griffin. I think if you remember that she might not know we make this bet. The side bet is when we'll need the money. So we can make another bet and her manservant can hear Norwin, but will he tell her? Will she care? Mm -hmm. True. 
works, we could bet 500 that the griffin will lose. I think... Can you do that in this house, or is it just literally betting on... Just betting on who will win. Because that was yeah. based on... Side bets, though, are... So, for instance, now that you know that she thinks the griffin's going to win, you could do that with her and bet the money. Hold on, let's see if I hear that, because if I don't hear it, then how would we know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? No, also, how would we know that she bet on the griffin? Because you detected the thoughts. Yeah, but yeah, how, would how would they she know? know that we know that they bet on the griffin? Oh, that's so, what I'm saying. You just make it, like, you say some outlandish comment, or I do, of... At least we're not dumb enough to bet on the griffin. I do like you saying maybe that. Maybe you that chastise does come it or something. Natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, I can say dumb shit. Guys, <laughs> this is a perfect plan. Perfect. Uh, you have to get into a position where that's effective because it's loud in here. Yeah. We can walk up and look at the window, walk mm-hmm. past her section to look at the window, you and I. And you can say it really loud and you can be like, oh, hush now. See? Mm-hmm. There you go. Loud train. But yeah, so I think we can just make this bet another normal bet, and then we can worry about mm-hmm. the big numbers when it comes to the side bets, things like that. Right. So 500 more on that one. All right, 500 more on the other one. Okay. Yeah. Next up, hands the checks over. You do hear, um, not the amounts, the amounts are not said, but you do hear um, and see where the bets are going to. Hmm. So the griffin, the wyvern, Gargoyle and the Epigraph. Mm. Amounts you are unclear of. Annie only told you 3,000. Wyvern, Epigraph, and Gargoyle? Yep. Griffin, Wyvern, Gargoyle, and Epigraph. Alright. Mm-hmm. And I will relay that. I'm placing bets on Griffin, Wyvern, Gargoyle, and Hippogriff. We should bet on the Gargoyle. He seems fun. Maybe he doesn't even try to win the race, he just tried to take everyone else out of the race. So maybe we should put 500 on the gargoyle for mm-hmm. funsies. Yeah, that sounds like funsies. Let's do that. <laughs> rest for your portfolios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like just saying, if he kicks it. everyone's ass, mm-hmm. except our invisible owl friend, yeah. Yeah. then it's down yeah. to our two heavies. So mm-hmm. I say let's do those two. The gargoyle, just so you, in case you guys don't remember, is also ranked very, very Love. Yeah. 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 Gargoyle's like number five. Yeah. We like our underdogs. We do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, the Hippogriff is also ranked pretty low. It's mm-hmm. number six. So, yeah, let's see. So she's also hedging her bets. But Griffin the gargoyle is pretty high. has more intelligence. Oh, Griffin's number one. The gargoyle. Griffin is number one. Yes. Yeah. Griffin's the, yeah, mm-hmm. favorite. The safe bet. Yeah. And sponsored. The Griffin's a safe bet is a good way of thinking about that. Mm hmm. <sighs> I don't want to be too rude. You just say what you want to say and I'll chastise you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You be place your bet 500? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. another 500 on the gargoyle, please. That sounds like fun. Okay. 500 on the gargoyle? Don't lose your slip. Of course. Thank you. Wait, where's the first one? <laughs> <laughs> Joking, I know it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm detecting thoughts and I go, abort, 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 get out, get out, get out. Did I mention around the most charismatic? <laughs> it's perfect. All right, come, come back to the table. People are um, still going up to the like, line up. Again, it seems like these last 
quartered over here is where a lot of shit happens. It's still very loud, mm-hmm. but now it's like you guys are actually now in like a sea of people because your table is kind of a, a not desirable one. That's why I was open this whole time because that's where all the action happens. So it's pretty, pretty loud. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of tables are now open and healy because people are coming over here to place bets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going Man, if we only had a spell that could like silence this section. <laughs> I have a gun of fun. What are you guys gonna do? I think Ready to be all that? Oh yeah. And I'll hop down from my stool with my whiskey. Okay. And I'll head kind of over by her section. I guess I'm trying to understand this in my head. She's she's got a clear view so I can stand kind of off and see past her. Yes. Um, she just has... Like if your kitchen is roped off, I can stand on this side of the counter and Imagine if, if the wall here... Yes, I just I rolled up because I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hiding of you under the counter. <laughs> it's on video. Imagine this wall here is the big glass wall. Okay. And the two bars that are here are like here and here. So she has a great view. She's sitting on a nice plush couch and there's a velvet, you know, string on those little stands here. Mm-hmm. And her servants are standing inside for that as well here, or the guards are family, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. She's sitting in there alone. So if we're off if we're off to this direction, I can stand to the left of her and Absolutely. see outside the thing. Absolutely. That's where I will wait for Annie. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Huckman. Yep, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> and I will come up and link my arm through yours. Fantastic view. Not bad, not bad. Should be able to see the owl win, am I right? Let's hope so. At least you weren't fool enough to take the safe bet on the griffin. Ugh, I hate when people do safe bets. <laughs> right? I mean, what's the whole point of betting, isn't it? But, shh, somebody could get offended. That's true, that's true. Manners and whatnot, you asked me to have manners and whatnot. I can work on that. Manners are no fun, but we must have them. <laughs> I can be meaner. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have my detect thoughts on. We're gonna eat the buddy. Mm-hmm. How long does that last? One minute? Or how long does it last? It may only be one minute. Oh, I thought it was one minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's already away. That's fast cash. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. Sorry, I that's okay. That I thought it was ten. Um. I want. I want this. Um, <laughs> I, want it. I want you to make a deception check. Andy, I want you to make a persuasion check. Because this is one of those, one of those like, odd amalgamations where but you're being a deceptive but not by your theory. Thinks. Okay, then, then, then you do persuasion. You do perception. Or do deception if you want. It's not good. It's all mine. Uh-oh. Which one am I doing? I said persuade first. Just okay. go ahead and go persuade. So yeah. then that will... Be... Either way, it's the same thing for me. I'm not proficient yeah. either. So. Uh, See, so that's two. 24, 29. 29? Because it's plus 15 and I got 14. Earth is being. He's laying on a bit thick. And you, you, Mr. Haas, did a great job. Oh, that's yeah. Phenomenal. I rolled Earth, a two. I mean, what do you do? Unfortunately, <laughs> was a little bit too. He didn't say what, how eloquently as, as little did. He threw, he threw in a few fart sounds and whatever else. And Annie kind of. Bet on the eagle. Yeah, and he sort of gave this look and like maybe you know, the pinched his nose side a bit, like sort of thinking to him too much. But you, with your oil of Olivier, turn it from your stupid bodyguard saying things, but agreeing to an extent. And you, with that role, 
you fortunately make up for the good for the terrible. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen you roll for one. Yeah, right? Yeah. No advantage, strangely. No? Um, I, I don't know if I have that. inspiration, with I like the one. You do, because mm-hmm. you, you guys are behind and to the left, you said, kind of like looking out over the same general glass view. Yeah, like she yeah. would be right over here yep. and in front of us looking this way. She again. does indeed turn her head. And what is wrong with making the safe bet? Sometimes a should coin is better than no coin at all, is it not? It can be, but only when coin is an issue, no? <laughs> Fortune favors the bold, my lady. Fortune favors whoever has the, the fortune. Money only exists for one thing in this world. Making more of it. And perhaps that's been my issue. I've never been such a safe person to begin with. Can I hit no her? No fun. <laughs> I would recommend it. Come closer. Come closer. I will. You you can go, go back to your table. If I'll go get me a drink. Yes, my lady. You, you let your um, man drink the very best. I do. I keep him happy. My head stays on my shoulders. Ah. A stout bodyguard. Mead, more often than not. <laughs> Make a charisma check. It's a nat 20, so 25. Ooh, <laughs> Can I learn that? I love it! You say that, and you giggle to yourself <laughs> in a very, like, demure yet very confident way, and she cocks her head. She's like, sitting very much like what the picture um, shows, hence why I'm often disimpressing. She... Huh. You are new to town, clearly. That is correct. Just arrived last night. I love the horns. Right back at ya. Like these old things? Old? Oh, come off it. Older than what, 16? Your skin looks great. Hmm. I think you could could use a bit of polish yourself. The desert sun is never kind on the skin. I was was going to say, you you must be from, from far out of town, not even from this place. Dumas. Really? And you just arrived here yesterday. I did. Did you did you come via the the Nayum teleportation circles? Not via tree. (laughs) 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 That 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 nat twenty is persistent. She laughs. She kind of cocks her head and then laughs. And says, By the way, this second bottle here was sent to me by a lady, Anaxoria. I will curtsy deeply and go, At your service. Real quick, can she see our table from her conversation with. You guys have have been able to see her this whole time, just at a distance. What's your passive perception? That would be right now a 18. 18? Well, you're going to see this. We're going to get to the table and pick up your drink and say, Our lady's thirsty. (laughs) 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 Head back across the room. 
Does anybody else see that? Oh, one. Nope. I'm sorry. 17. I get to get to add my decks. So, but you said 18? You got me. You got me. Yeah. It's not Icky. actually, it's not actually sees her. It and goes, sees it. Mom. <laughs> Run, you damn glass. bird. Lick the glass. <laughs> and then I'll show up. Here you are, my lady. Thank you. And I will still... In my curtsy, pick up the hem of my dress and rub it around the rim. I'm gonna eye up that bird. (laughs) (laughs) And then kind of. Are you two telepathically linked? You and you and Icky. Always. Tell him I'm gonna eat him. (laughs) 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 Shuffles his feet a little bit. Down. And then I'll just head back to the table. Puts a head in like the in the crook of your of your your neck. I, I, I love your little, your little friend there. What, what is his name? I, Icarus. Would you like to say hello? And I will. Looks a little bit unsure, but then... He doesn't... <coughs> he won't ruin anything. He doesn't make waste. <laughs> she pets him. He unsure. And then it gets to the right crest of the head to the pile and tail. Floops up a little bit. <laughs> Fine thing. Thank you, my little friend. A tiefling with rainbow horns and brown skin from Damas, dressed for the deserts, travel through tree, white bird, and loud dwarf. You are a unique oddity. Did you, where did you place your bets, if I may be so bold as to ask? The owl. And, I believe, just for fun, I'm a gargoyle. Don't think he'll win, but I like to watch things fight. Indeed. Nice. I, I understand the commentary on fortune favoring gold. And safe bets being some boring ones, but if I if I can make three thousand gold, oh by the way, I should have told you guys the um, amounts. If the Griffin wins, uh, you get the same amount that you put in. You, you get that one to one. Yep. Yeah. Well, one to one to one. The the eagle is. I'm sorry. The peg Pegasus is one and a quarter. The Wyvern is one and a half. The eagle is double. The gargoyle is three times. The Griffin is four times. The owl is five times. So that one's five times our bet. We bet two thousand. It was like three thousand for the gargoyle, or three times. I mean, or four times for a hippogriff. Yes. Hippogriff is four times. You have three, three for the gargoyle, four for hippogriff, five for the. Go. Oh, sure. Fun my favorite thing. One, one point two five, one point five, and then two, three, four, five. Yeah. You're not actually making anything if you bet, and the griffin wins. No, no you, you are. You, it's a one. It's oh, so you'll make three thousand yes. on, on a top of, of okay. Yeah, okay. so you bet three thousand, you get three thousand. Okay. If okay. you get one point two five, you get what is that? Whatever three thousand. Okay. Three thousand seven hundred and fifty gold. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just multiplying by one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Mm-hmm. So she um, makes the essentially makes the comment about understanding why you make your statement, but uh, I like that there's something about small bets, Hansi. Unknown. Place most of your money where confidence lies. Listen, that's my philosophy, and it's served me quite well. I could definitely see that. Have you ever left the court city? I have before. Here and there. 
Makes sense. I suppose my men and I have just spent enough time in places where gold means nothing that perhaps winning some back might be fun, but not necessary. A place where gold is not worth anything? Is this, uh, is this like Damas? Is this, is this, is this, this still this plane of existence? stories. The race will start soon. We don't have time. The race will start soon, yes, but uh, it's, 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 it's almost a boring affair, really. The betting before is as exciting, and the amount that you gain after is exciting. Stay with me. I wish to know more of these, these stories. Where are you going? Where are you from? Are you, are you carrying your fireball right now? Yes. You are? And that f- fine instrument on your back. Are you by any chance a, story te- a storyteller? A, a traveling performer of sorts? Not a great one, but I've been known to dabble. Indeed. Perhaps I can try to muster something up. Well, I would love to hear this story. Especially how in how, how this world you, you, you came across a hammer like you stole yesterday. Oh. <sighs> That man you met, Earth, might be a little upset at that one. He tried and tried to kill that giant, but in the end, I had to do it for him. Again. Is this always the worst when you have to do your service for a person? No. I was tired for days. Shell, let her her through. (laughs) The servant, the same one that has been doing most of the stuff, and the other one is a little bit more brilliant, just seems like, oh, fuck you up, anything happens. The other one just. Unclips it. Judge Jester's in. She scoots over on, on the couch a bit. Pats, you know, not like right next to her, but like the, it's, it's like a three-seat cushion, so the, the middle one will stay socially distant. <laughs> pats on the other one. I will get very comfy right away. Oh, forgive me. Look at look at your look at your feet. They're, they're they go down. Adorable. Ah, see, I have I have these boots here. I, just nothing, no, no, nothing impressive to see down there. But uh, you are, you are very unique. Don't meet many tieflings around here. I noticed. You are at least not as a uh, obnoxious as the red one that uh, seemed to be smashing his face uh, against the glass up here. Oof! Don't get me started. If you ever go to Highmont, there's one out there named Farkas and. Well, he's terrific at his craft and wonderful for information. Be a little bit over the top at times. Over the top tapering, no for information? Hmm. Perhaps I should make a trip? If you ever do, my homestead is out of there and you're more than welcome. Perhaps I will take you up on this offer at some point in time. But for now, if I recognize the ringmaster, it is indeed about to start. Indeed, the conductor, for lack of a better word, up there. Everybody, the rest will begin soon! <laughs> he dumps my thoughts the whole time. We're just, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I'm thinking, she says, damn! Soon, 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 so many things. So, you Nicole, like, talk about flowers. Girls like flowers. Garbagoyne. <laughs> To, to, to win, or you say not to win? Not to win. To fight. 
Who do you who do you think to take out first? Ooh. That's a good thing. Do we want him to take out the Pegasi first, just because it's so shiny and irritating, or I'm not quite sure. If I were a gargoyle, I would probably go for the Griffin, to be honest. Take out the first, increase my chances. Oops. Griffin is very, very quick and hasted at times. Gargoyle does it is not quite the same. True. Perhaps the hippogriff then something in the back that it can easily pounce on. Perhaps a hippogriff, indeed. What do you believe? Well, let's place a bet on it. Done. We'll give you four to one four to one odds that you were wrong. Put your money. What do you think it is? A safe bet? A hard one? And I will snap my fingers without looking and think to her. Can give me money. I don't think he's going to hear you from here, as I imagine you're standing up. Mm-hmm. They're not focused on your ever need. What's the point? <laughs> A bit thick, darling. He is. <laughs> <laughs> How much you want? 300. Platinum or gold? Gold. So 35. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, oh, I, yeah, I guess I, I got 46 gold, but otherwise it's all platinum. How'd you get all the platinum from, you know? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's half of what the king gave us. We put the other half in the safe. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It makes yep. sense. There was an extra nine. Uh, 19. Okay. You got it. And I'm going to think to you guys, who do you think the um, gargoyle will attack first? And I'll be playing this off like I'm just watching, mm-hmm. waiting for him to get there. Hmm. That's a good question. Backline contenders would be the... Hippogriff, giant owl, which I'll probably be invisible, and giant eagle. I don't know why, but I'm... The owl's not a threat, man, but the gargoyle doesn't want to win. The gargoyle wants to fight. So he's going to go, I would bet, for whoever we could get his hands on first. What might be beefy? Let's see. What I know, do, I guess I wouldn't, because some of these are monstrosities, but do I have any idea of what would be a beefy creature that might be worthy of a fight? Well, you do know their stats, and... She bet big money on the griffin. I bet. I say you just bet that he goes for the griffin first. The Pegasus is pretty beefy. Otherwise, that's the second seated. As mm-hmm. is the that's number two. Um, Wyvern. That's number three. Very, but we have to remember the gargoyle has no jockey. It's literally just the gargoyle. So is mm-hmm. it going to care about seeds? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, or is it just going to go for the best opponent? Mm-hmm. I think the best. Oh, the best. BPS closest. So it might just it's turn around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, it's about who it gets first, not who it goes for first, right? What was the bet? Uh, who it takes out first. Who it takes out first. So we have to take that into account, too. Mm-hmm. Pegasus. Because I think the Wyvern could hold its own for a while, but the Pegasus, I think, would go down. Oh, yeah. If he has a hold of him, I think it's a safe bet. Yeah. A little bit risky, a little bit fun. He's yeah. a high contender in the race. Yeah, exactly. She likes making money, so even if we lose, mm-hmm. right? Ta-da. Exactly. I like that works. And Perfect as you come, up. You yep. Thirty platinum. Thirty platinum. Oh, thirty gold. <laughs> Pegasus. Thirty platinum. No, it's thirty platinum. Three hundred gold. Oh. Yeah. I'm doing conversions wrong. Pegasus. Yep, no. uh-huh. Counting quickly. I'll take your bet. 
Pegasus is, is, is very hardy and very, very fast. True, but also very shiny. Perhaps you're no, not even drawn. The gargoyle, the gargoyle and the Pegasus have had uh, some spats in the past, so... Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, that. it's all for fun, right? Indeed. Everybody! Eyes on the race! People are now just going, crowding around the glass. Everyone kind of like shifts collectively over toward where you guys are, strangely enough, or at least you were there, and you're there. Mm-hmm. Like crying over there, vying for, for seats and whatever else. Um, <clears throat> mages with these gold <coughs> sashes go to the great curved glass windows and they put their hands, these white gloves and sigils on them on the, the glass and close their eyes and begin chanting. You see sigils kind of unwind from their gloves and crawl up the glass and takes on this greenish, foggy hue, making it more difficult to see out for a moment, bringing the entire light, this very, very high place, the light is being brought down for a moment, just in the fact that less light is penetrating through from the sun. And then they all open their eyes at last one, and the glass becomes crystal clear, except the edges are a bit fuzzy. And then, then the one, which is literally right in front of you guys here. Mm-hmm. You, uh, where I'm assuming I'm outside standing. the barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume you're outside the barrier, but you're standing there as well. Yes, because I just dropped off the money. Um, comes up, this, then goes. And it's like a magnifying glass. <laughs> zooming in you're seeing miles away right now the entire glass dome this um part here has become magnified and is zooming in like a telescope really on an area far far away in the dura dick quarter the first of the eight districts that's the very very edge of the city think about the big map here it's this lowest ring that goes around the, the entire city there and you see um, these very ornate stalls, seven in a row, eight actually, um, seven in a row, doors closed, and blue and, and gold and silver with the royal colors and everything else, and there's people right there waiting for something. They have their arms on the gates, and they look like they're just waiting for something. Um, Lady Celeria does gesture to the um, Tiefling that you guys have seen doing, doing most of her work, and he bends down and she w- whispers in his ear, do you want to try and listen to what she's saying, or do you want to stay out of it? I'm going to stay out of it. Okay. He listens, nods, takes a step back. Sigil flares. He whispers something, maybe a sentence or two, and then goes back to complete. The announcer says, and there, and we'll come back after our break to start the race. Oh, yeah. Yeah.